Shalom, Dodi. This is Nadi Badelelion, and I pray you are doing well. And I pray that today all things are possible in your life. I decree and I declare health, peace, mercies, and joy over your life. And today I want to continue our segment on camping. Yes, camping. Like I told you the last time, camping can be on any level it can be in your house it can be on your on your uh, backyard on your porch on your deck or you can choose the wilderness or outdoor somewhere but you have to do it in a safe environment that does not intimidate you and for some of us right in the middle of our living room we can set up a little tent or a big box and cover it with blankets and use it as our tent of meeting where we will do our camping and you can be imaginative as you want with your camping but this camping is a very special kind of camping it is a one-on-one with Abba our Heavenly Father the Holy Spirit and the Son Yeshua and you're going to have a wonderful time now I want to share Psalm 37 verses 7 to 9 with you You know, it talks about patience. You know, camping is also patience, you know. When you don't have the diligence or the fortitude or the patience, it's very, very difficult because sometimes you just have to wait and relax and some people don't know how to do that. They don't know how to slow everything down and just be in that moment and enjoy their surroundings, you see. It says, rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil, for evil doers shall be cut off. But those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall not be. Yea, thou shalt diligently consider his place, and it shall not be. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. You know, I know somebody will be like, what has this got to do with camping? It has everything to do with camping. Because we live in a world where everything is wicked. Where people are doing whatever they want. And it seems like it doesn't matter what we do. People who have set themselves apart to do what is right, to seek God, to fear Him. And it seems like nothing is going right the way you want it to go. Because every time you turn around, something is going wrong or something is not going your way. But then you see people who are not living godly lives. They are not even acknowledging that there is a God. They're doing their own thing. They, they, they go about and they see something, they want to do it. They just do it, you see. They want to take something because it's in their path. They can take it. They just take it, you see. But then you, you have diligently labored. You have waited. You have considered. You are always thinking of everybody else. You are kind. You are gentle. You are meek. You are doing all of these things. And it seems like your problems just keep compounding. I don't know what your problem is today, beloved. 
But in the quietness of your camping, you get to feel the heartbeat of Elohim, our Yod Hey Vav Hey. You got to feel the heartbeat of Jehovah Nisi. See, people think Jehovah Nisi is just your, the God, your banner. But no, when somebody has wronged you or something has really happened to you, and you really need some form of comfort, some form of protection, some form of avenging or something. See, Jehovah Nisi comes into play in a very big way. You know, he went before the children of Israel when they were being attacked everywhere. And you know, when they sinned against him, it's just like they were attacking the things and the commandments of God. When they lusted after flesh and they murmured against the Lord and they spoke things that the Lord did not want. Do you know what happened? That place was visited by the Lord and the end was not good. And that was Jehovah Nisi. He intervened in a way that a lot of people don't think about. He's also Jehovah Yireh, the God, your provider. He provides everything that you need. He is your Jehovah Ro Rafi or Raphael. Other people will say he is your healer. He releases healing in places where you don't even know. See, people think only in our body, in our health, is only the healing. Some people, the healing, it's in our way of thinking. It's in our, 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 our brokenness. Right now, a lot of you have broken hearts right now. I know what it feels like to have a broken heart. But you know, when you trust him, in that lonely place, in that quiet place, in that vulnerable place. And you go and you meet with him. See, that blood of Yeshua comes and it sucks up all those brokenness. It goes down to your cellular level. Even as I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to your cellular level. And I'm speaking life in there. And I'm removing all those hurting parts, all those broken parts, all those traumatized parts. And I am releasing the blood of Yeshua right now to erase all of it, to remove it and leave only the good parts. And I replace it with the Holy Spirit. And right now, even as you are sitting there and you are wondering, you will look for that pain and it's not there anymore. This is how good God is. And you know one thing? We do sin and we do do a lot of things, don't we? But when we, when we recognize our sin and we truly repent and we don't repeat them again and we try to please the Most High and we follow His instructions and His commandments, He comes in and He heals us. He delivers us and He forgives us. And everything else falls into place for us. Yes, there are consequences to things. We may think that, oh, because he has healed me and all of that, everything is okay. There are consequences. What are the consequences? When your child does something and it is wrong, you do punish him, don't you? You give them, you give them something to think about. I'm not talking about punishing somebody you know, abusing or hurting that person, but you, you, you give them consequences with their behavior because through the consequence, 
we learn not to repeat those things again. For instance, you have a child and you give this child allowance all the time. But then there are things that they need to do to end this allowance. And they are not doing it. They don't want to do the house chore. They don't want to do any of these things. And yet, they want to have that money. No, you cannot have it, sweetheart. You have to earn it. You have to earn it. And sometimes they may be rude and they decide, I'm not going to do it. Okay, fine. It's okay. You don't have to do it. But guess what? You are not getting your allowance this week. And if, let's say, they later on decide to do their work, yes, they do it. But sometimes you can decide, you know what, because you didn't do it the time that I told you to do. You know, I forgive you and everything. But you're not going to get your full allowance. You're only going to get partial allowance. So the next time when you decide you don't want to do your chores, guess what? You will remember that if you do not do what needs to be done, there will be consequences. I don't know what the consequences is going to be in whatever it is, but I am sure if that child or that person is a quick learner, they will decide, you know what? I want my full allowance, so I'm going to do what I'm asked or what I'm told, and I'll just finish those chores as quickly as possible. And plus, I'll have free time to do whatever I want to do, plus I get my allowance. That is a loving father. A loving father chastises his child, but do not throw away the child. Rather, he, after he chastises the child, he draws the child closer. And their bond even gets stronger. So a time in a meeting, a time in a tent is a time to meet with the Lord. I'm going to end here today and I'm going to follow it up with the next segment. Shalom. This is Nade but LL Yon. My email is nadeni, N-A-A-D-E-I-N-I-1 at gmail.com. N-A-A-D-E-I-N-I-1 one at gmail.com and my cash app is dollar sign v n k o t e y v n kote shalom and i'll talk to you again dodi have a blessed day shalom dodi we are continuing today a segment on camping with elohim our father i pray you are doing well Please let us pray. You said in your word, Father, that wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Father, we are coming before you today, and we are waiting before you, and we are coming before you with our petitions and the things that concerns us, and also we are coming before you with with joy and gladness, Lord, and to say how grateful we are to you that you have seen us through so many things and through this pandemic and you are still preserving us and you have given us the fortitude and the patience to wait. So we give you praise in Yeshua's mighty name. Amen. Today we are continuing on the segment on camping. Yes, I hope you have your camp gear ready 
Like I told you, you've set up everything already. You can set up in the in your backyard, in the wilderness, in the middle of your living room or your bedroom or wherever it is that you feel comfortable. Find a tent. The idea of a tent is the tent of meeting. It re, it's a replica of the tabernacle. It's a covering. It's a place of hiding where you meet with God, where you are not distracted by other things. So when you are in that little tent of yours you are there with him you are communing with him but don't forget to bring your bible if you don't have a bible go to the bible app and download the new version of the bible app you know and just start reading and wait before him and i'm going to start with one of these scriptures that i love and he had put a new song in my mouth. Even praise unto our God. Many shall see it and fear and shall trust in the Lord. So I am believing that at the end of this meeting of you, of yours, you will see the power of God. You will see his actions and you will know that he is truly our yod Hey vav Hey. So now I'm going to read this scripture here. He said, he brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the mary clay and set my foot upon a rock and established my goings. This is what happens when we wait upon the Lord. This is what happens when we are patient with the things of God. This is what happens when we come and we bring all our issues before him and he hears us. Because he says we should be careful for nothing. But in everything, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let us request, let our request be made known unto Elohim, our God. So I'm hoping that this moment you are not just waiting. You have your, 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 your idea. I don't know how your camping looks like, but the whole idea of camping is waiting. And I want you to also cultivate the habit of waiting. And sometimes, you know, prayer is a two-way street. Talking and meditation is a two-way street. And sometimes meditation helps us to get into that place that we need to get to. Because he has said in Ecclesiastes 3.11 that he had made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he had set the world in, in their heart so that... No man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. But in between all of this, we can catch our father in there somewhere and he will help us. I have no doubt that whatever it is that we need, when we believe in him, he will do it for us. Because Isaiah 40 verse 31 says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Beloved, I hope that whatever it is you are seeking, at the end of this camping, you will find him. And you will meet him at the point of meeting. And some of the things that you have brought before you will be resolved. And I would like to hear from you what God is doing in your life and the miracles that he's written in your life. Because according to the book of Romans 5 
verses 4, it says, And patience, experience, and experience hope. See, those are the things that I need you to, to, to pay attention to. You have to be patient to experience. And when you experience his presence, that thing that you are hoping for will suddenly show up. I love you, Dodi. This is Nade but LL Leon. And my my email is N-A-A-D-E-I-N-I-1 at gmail.com. And my cash app is VN Kote. Is V-N-K-O-T-E-Y. With a dollar sign in front of it. Dollar sign V-N-K-O-T-E-Y. And when you support this ministry, you are helping to expand the kingdom of God. And you are helping me to make more episodes. Shalom and have a good day. Shalom, Dodi. I'm Nade but El Elyon. And we are continuing our segment today on camping. I hope you are having a good day. And I pray the blessing of Elohim to touch you and I release his presence over you right now. And I pray that whatever is going on in your life, he will come in like a gentle breeze and he will blow over your issues and give you shalom. I love you, Dodi. And I'm going to go straight into scripture with you right now so we can enjoy the moments that he wants to enjoy with us. It says, here, I love this scripture here. It says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. You know, this is important. A lot of people hear these scriptures sometimes and they don't even know the power of these scriptures. But in this tent of meeting that we are doing, this camping that we are doing, I hope you have set up your camp. Your camp can be in your backyard. Your camp can be in the wilderness. Your camp can be in the desert. Your camp can be in a park. Your, your camp can be in your living room or your deck or your porch. The idea is not to be disturbed and to have a privacy with the Lord and stay in there with him. And you have to set up your camp in a place that is peaceful and that is calm. And also sometimes you don't have a place that is peaceful, but once you enter into that camp, you've invited Abba, our father, you've invited the Holy Spirit, you've invited Yeshua and, and, and his angels into that place. So that place has become sacred suddenly. It is a place of quiet and you are not being disturbed in that place because in that place, there are all kinds of things going on in that place. So all I'm going to tell you today is that it also requires a lot of waiting and a lot of patience. You don't have to talk all the time. Sometimes you just have to be quiet just to hear what he has to say because it's a form of prayer and meditation. 
And sometimes you may say nothing, but you may get ideas. I don't know how it works for everybody, but I know that when I go in there, I always come out with something. And sometimes you may not hear anything, but you will feel peace. So, I want you to have a notebook. You have to write down things, and you have to jot down things, and you have to be quiet so you can hear him. And sometimes your quietness can be as little as just 30 seconds. Or a minute. Or maybe three minutes. Or maybe 30 minutes or an hour. Depending on your temperament. And how you are adjusting into this. It helps to remain comfortable and calm. But don't be so comfortable you fall asleep. But then again, sometimes in our sleep, he will give us dreams. So, he meets everybody differently. But he loves all of us equally. So, one of the things I'm going to tell you is that if you have patience, you will achieve. Because the word of God tells us in the book of Hebrews 10.36, For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, or Yah, ye might receive the promise. Hebrews 10.36 Patience is a virtue. And being in a tent of meeting is forcing us to think about the things that are going on in our lives. Maybe you can't cope with life the way things are going. But I tell you what, you are not alone. Your voice is heard in the heavens. If you will only be brave enough to lift it up and cry out unto him, he will answer you. He will hear you because the word of God said in Psalm 27 verse 14, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Waiting is one of the most difficult things to do in this world because it requires a great deal of patience. It requires a great deal of fortitude. And discipline. Waiting is not my strongest suit. And yet every day I wake up and I strive to learn how to wait on God. He is our Abba. He is your father, your Yodhe Vave. He is the great I am. I am that I am. Iye, Ishe, Iye. So what is your problem? What are your issues that are so difficult? That is not making anything make sense to you. I promise you, according to the book of James 1.4, it says, But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and an, an entire wanting nothing. See, you'll be wanting nothing at the end. Sometimes, it is very difficult to rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. According to Psalm 37 verse 7. And it also goes on and says, Fret not thyself because of Him who prospereth in His way. Because of Him who bringeth wicked devices to pass. But He says, Rest in the Lord and wait upon Him patiently. Patience will bring you things 
that you cannot even begin to dream. And in the quietness, you begin to let go of things that is causing you fear, that is causing you pain, that is causing you anguish. Today, I am leaving you with this. As you wait before the Lord, I want you to imagine what it is like. What does it look? What does patience look like? What like? What does blessings from the Father look like? What do you want to see in your life? What do you want to see happen in your life in the next few minutes, in the next few days? in the next few weeks, in the next few years or months, or, you know, I don't know. Everybody has something different. Everybody has something they desire, but they are equally important. Just because I don't want what you want doesn't mean it is not equally important. Our desires and our needs and our requests are very important to our Father, our Abba. So right now, as I leave you today, I pray that you put together some of the things you want to see him do. So next week, by this time, you can look at these things and see what he has done. Shalom. I'm Nade Badel Elion. And my email is nadeni1 at gmail.com. And my cash app is V-N-K-O-T-E-Y. Shalom, Dodi. Shalom, Dodi. Peace, mercy, and grace be multiplied unto you this morning, this afternoon, this evening, wherever you are. This is your host, Nade Badel El Leon. And it is a wonderful thing to meet with you today. And today we're going to talk more about camping. You know the Lord loves camping. And I'm going to take you quickly to the book of Deuteronomy 23 verse 14. It says, For the Lord thy God walketh in the midst of thy camp to deliver thee and to give up thine enemies before thee. Therefore shall thy camp be holy that he see no unclean thing in thee and turn away from thee. Wow. This is very powerful. I pray that we can see what is so powerful about camping. You know, in the scriptures, camping has always been mentioned in the Old Testament. Before anything else was known, camping was the most amazing thing that men knew. And that was the first thing that came to them to camp. Before they they built any structures or anything. And even when they had structures and everything, when they travel, when they move, they take camps with them. They build camps. Camping, there is something wonderful about camping there is a simplicity about it but it's equally powerful it is very simple but it provides us with shelter with protection and it also shields us from the elements and everything a simple small camp can change everything 
it can hold forth, it can hold back the wind, the rain, and all of those things. It can be temporary and it can be permanent. But in the word of God, as we see from the Old Testament, the children of God of Israel lived 40 years in camps. Hence the Feast of Sukkot. You know, camping is when God comes in and out to protect us because camping is a temporary structure. But then when you are living in a wilderness, that temporary structure becomes a permanent structure until you decide to move again. So this camping that we are doing, it's not the, camp, the type of camping that you'll be thinking about. You don't have to go into the wilderness or desert to make a camping. If you have a backyard, you can make a camping. If you have a space that is good for you, you can do your camp over there. And camping is just trying to make yourself a tent or something so that you can have privacy. And privacy with the Lord is very important. And it is also a way to keep things very minimal and very clean. And it allows you to be able to, to not be distracted by all the things around you. Camping gives you, it's, it's almost like you are in the womb. It is a place of solitude. It is a place of meditation. It is a place of simplicity, but the fullness of joy is there if you seek for it. The Lord always comes to the camp of the children of Israel. Today I pray that he will come to your tent and he will hear you when you call him. Because he has promised us that when we bring our petitions before him, he will hear them. He also said that whatever we ask him, we shall receive according to John fourteen fourteen. So right now, what is your need, beloved? What are you believing Elohim for? What is on your heart? What is that issue what is it that is making you uneasy what is making you afraid what is making you have anxiety the lord said he has not given us the spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind some of you you need financial help you have to consider that he will bring you what you need. You have to ask him what you need to do. You have to ask him. You know, sometimes if we don't ask the questions that needs to be asked, we don't get the answers. He is in your midst. He is fighting for you. He is seeking things out for you. But you have to bring your issues before the Lord. If you do not bring your issues before him, he doesn't know that he can just breach your will. Even though he created you, even though he has given you your will, but he didn't take it from you. He gave it to you so you can come to him freely, willingly, and ask him what you need. And come before him boldly because of the 
blood of Yeshua, we can come and ask him boldly. What is your issue today? Why are you camping today? What is your need today? Beloved, it is important to know what your need is. You have to know your need during this camping. Without which you cannot be successful. And maybe you just want to get to know him more. That is always the best. Just wanted to be with him. Just spend a little time with him. And just kind of find out who he is. We are all used to just praying and praying and praying and praying. But we don't know how to be quiet to hear what he has to say. He wants to tell you something. But in order for him to tell you something, you need to make room for him and you need to make ear to what he's saying. Some of you have issues. That seems impossible. Some of you have family issues. That seems like it cannot be resolved. Some of you have children that are in situations that came about by their own doing and some of you not by their own doing. Some of you are facing charges that you don't know anything about. Some of you are in debt. Some of you are in in constant fear. Some of you are having a situation where you feel like if God doesn't show up today, you're going to die. Some of you are in a serious abuse. Emotional abuse, mental abuse, physical abuse. Some of you are in a situation where they want to have a child and they can't have a child. Some of you need a husband or a wife. Somebody needs to start a business and doesn't know how to go about it. But that business is going to come one way or the other, but you have you don't know how to go about it meanwhile, but he's willing to help you. Bring this to your tent of meeting. List it to him. Somebody may need their whole family to be saved or their neighbors to be saved. Someone may be facing a death penalty and they need God's intervention or they need forgiveness or you have done something so incredibly stupid and bad and you don't know how to get yourself out of it he says come and confess your sins before him and call your elders and pray with them and sometimes the things you are going through you feel like you can't talk to anybody but you can talk to him he will help you he will deliver you and he will give you grace whatever issue it is some some of you may have terminal illnesses and all of these things meet with him talk to him Talk to him like like I'm talking to you right now. And he can do great things for you. Shalom. I'm Nadi, but El Elion. And I love you.
My email is nadene1 at gmail.com. N-A-A-D-E-I-N-I-1 at gmail.com. My cash app is dollar sign V-N-K-O-T-E-Y. And when you support and you subscribe, you are helping spread the gospel everywhere. And my phone number is 402-541-6318. Let me hear from you. Shalom, Dodie.